0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. i got a great sermon entitled Possibility Thinking. Oh, I like this. Did you know that your thoughts have unlimited ability? What are you willing to believe? What are you willing to receive? I want to tell you, if you can think it, you can have it. See, but you have to understand that if all things are possible to them who believe. Believe what? What God says. So I want you to call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to be blessed. It's going to increase your capacity to receive spiritually, physically, financially. You're thinking, and it's going to happen, and I believe it's going to happen today. Watch and be blessed now. Luke chapter 17. I want to start reading with verse, oh, let me st- uh, Oh, let's see where we go. Let's read verse, well, let's start from verse 1. Then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone was hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. Notice this Jesus talking, it's all in red. Take heed to yourself. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent. Forgive him. Now, those two things are very hard to do in the natural. You know, I used to read that before. I would say, if thy brother trespass against you, kill him. <laughs> and if he repent, who cares? Bury him in the Mississippi River. Get it over with. You think I'm joking. when I was raised in that kind of neighborhood. But let me read it the way Jesus said, take heed to yourself. If thy brother tresp- <laughs> trespass against thee, rebuke him. Now, you could translate that, which way do you want me to rebuke him? You know, but you got to watch yourself. <laughs> and if he repent, forgive him. Now, watch this. Verse four is really tough. And if he trespasses against thee seven times in a day. who? How many times? Seven times in a day. Turn again to thee saying, I repent thou shalt forgive him. Let me read that again. If he trespass against thee seven times in a day and seven times in a day turn again to thee saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Now I love that, uh, what the disciple said. The apostle said, increase our faith. <laughs> that ain't easy. Increase our faith, especially Peter. Because Peter would cuss you and cut you. What was the difference between the Peter of the gospels and the Peter of the epistles? You're going to write that down. Vast difference. What was it? Suddenly there was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. When that Holy Ghost came, oh, it changed Peter of the gospels to Peter of the epistles. And he wasn't, I'm telling you what, they were afraid, scared, running like rabbits. But after the Holy Ghost came, even the heathen said, they have been with Jesus. Hmm. Now watch this. That's not my sermon, just an hors d'oeuvre. Jesus said, since I got your attention, if you had faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree. See, I'm sick of mine. Are you sick of yours? (laughs) I've heard that so much. I'm sick of mine. Are you sick of yours? I mean, Sometimes you got to get sick of yours. (laughs) Let's read it again. The Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root. In other words, it can't grow no more when the root's gone. And be thou planted in the sea, because that's a good place that nobody can ever find it. And it should obey you. Now that's a real big statement. He said, I'm, I'm going to open up your mind about possibility thinking. Because a mustard seed is so small. Yet if you go to Israel, those mustard seeds will turn into a 12-foot tree. That seed. That seed is so small that if I held it up right now, you couldn't see it. It's that little. But it has the ability to produce a 12-foot tree. I have a beautiful oak tree in the in the medium of my uh, of where I live. They say it's over 400 years old. We don't know till it dies and they have to cut it so they can, you know, count the rings, but it is sowed seeds, acorns of all kinds of these big, beautiful oak trees where we live. And it started with an acorn this big. How many times I've been under it? And I thought, so I want to increase my faith. I go, wow, I can become this tree. The ability, if I have, if I understand possibility of thinking. Now, Jesus was into nature He noticed a lot of things about nature. He loved the way his father produced things and what was in those seeds that would come forth in every area of your life, whether they be spiritual, physical, or financial. So I want to do a little proclaiming, which is preaching, a little teaching, which is explaining. And I want you to understand, I'd like you to write these uh, little points down. I I believe it will help you. Uh, And I could go hours on this, but I'm going to try to condense it as much as I possibly can. I want to read that verse again in verse six. He said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, so you don't need a lot. You might say unto this mine, tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it should, it should obey you. So write this down. You must believe that God has chosen you to be his instrument, a channel through which life flows. You can easily condemn yourself. Why don't you praise yourself? Now, I'm not talking about arrogance and cockiness. I'm talking about confidence and assurance. When you know in whom you have believed, then the next level says you become persuaded. Like Abraham, he considered not. He went another level. He staggered not. And then he went to the final level and he was fully persuaded. So you can be persuaded, but not fully. Let me say it again. You must believe that God has chosen you to be his instrument a channel through which life flows. So I look at myself sometimes and I go, oh, Jesse, did God choose well? Now I know that shocks a bunch of people, but out of 7.8 billion people on the planet, he chose me, he chose you. What are the odds of that? If you were a gambler, you wouldn't gamble on that because the odds are too great against it because people are always remembering your past and the Lord has no understanding of your past at all if you're born again. He didn't cover it. He washed it away. There's no evidence or circumstantial evidence of the fact that you ever sinned when you understand. So why wouldn't he call you? Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he place whatever he has in him in you? But you got to learn to receive that in every area, spiritually, physically, and financially. It doesn't make any difference. The Bible said a good man leaves an inheritance for his children children. So in other words, you ought to have at least three generations of money now. I lost a few of you right there. See, I, you got to see your, you said, but I don't have nothing. Yeah, but you got a mustard seed that can grow into a 12 foot tree. You got to understand the ending from the beginning. You got to know the ending before you start to begin. That's why God is never, ever uh, uh, discouraged. Because he, he, he created everything and then he began. He finished it and then he began. You see what I'm saying? So you must believe that God has shown you to be his instrument, a channel through which life flows. Why? Write this down. Faith has extraordinary powers of growth and reproduction. Faith has extraordinary powers of growth and reproduction. See, there's always somebody telling you you can't do something, but God said you can do all things. Now, which one are you going to believe? Which one? I mean, you have a choice. And when you understand that, I had a person one time, they were telling me, you know, they were pro-choice. And, and, they, and they told me, you pro-life. I said, I am so glad your mama was pro-life. They just left. I said, because I would have never had a chance to meet you. And they were talking about transgender. I said, and you would have never had a chance to pick. Aren't you glad your mama was pro-life? That shakes up people. Well, I don't want to hurt children. Nobody does. But if you want to cry, cry for the 62 million children that were aborted. 62 million. That's twice, the pop, over twice the population of Mexico City, which has 25 million people in it. Just wipe it out. Twice. And you still got 12 million more you got to kill, which is 62. They have 25 million people. They live in Mexico City. They don't know how to answer those things. You see, and when you bring it down to their level, or whoever birthed them and allowed that to happen. See, faith has extraordinary powers of growth and reproduction. So when I sow seed, I said, I know it's going to be so big that I to to, may have to get me some financial people to help me to handle it on certain areas that I don't know about. Now, everybody said, Well, I tried that, trying, don't get nothing. I didn't try to come here. I'm so confident in the plane that I, I didn't fly, but I, I, my, my pilot flew it, that I, I told you, I came in this morning. Joy said, you coming in? I said, I'll just fly out in the morning. i get up early. I said, I'll just come in. Why? Well, well, supposing the plane breaks, well, supposing it don't. Since you're going to use your faith, you might as well use it for the good stuff. See what I'm saying? So when you understand, but then you must really believe in that resurrection. Yes, I certainly do. You gotta understand what Jesus said in Matthew 28. There's three things you do. He said, teach, baptize, and observe. Go read it. The whole book, book of Matthew 28. He said, teach nations, baptize them, and observe all things I commanded. Not suggested, but commanded. Now, if his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, then why are we living here like we've been living in heaven? Why? Because the church won't let us. Don't shout me down. There's been 2,000 years of wrong teaching and wrong preaching concerning the blessing of the Lord because they don't trust you. They say you can't give them that because they may not be able to handle it. No, they can't handle it. But but God trusts you that you can. See, your faith has extraordinary powers. You have to watch what you say because you'll get it. You see what I'm saying? And when you understand how powerful faith works in any area, now faith is. Not tomorrow, not next week, but now. See, that's possibility thinking. When they tell me I can't do that, I I was fighting Armstrong International Airport since uh, uh, November of 1994. They said, you will not have this. I have everything I said I would. They said, you cannot do it. Now, you can understand about Louisiana politics. You know. (laughs) You know anything about Louisiana. You know. That's just the way it works. But everything they said I couldn't have, I have. Physically there. They just can't get it. And, I, and they're still talking. How did that preacher get that? Well, I said, this is what I'm going to do. I didn't pay attention. You can't do that. I said, no, I'm going to put this hanger here. And I went, no, no, you can't do that. See, I can do all things. And now when you tell them, who do you think you are? I said, you can't receive it. I had one person say, I just don't like you. I said, you're not ready for me. You're just not ready for me. And I don't mean that. That's not arrogance. People say, that's arrogant cocking. No, no, no. That's confidence in the shirt. You're not ready for me. So I'm not going to cast these precious pearls of faith before swine. I'm not calling you a pig. I ain't calling you a pig, but I'm not going to drop these precious things because you're not ready for me. Now, Chase Bank and J.P. Morgan, they're ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> they like me, boy. They invite, every time I go in, they want to take me to lunch. I'm not bragging on it. Why? Well, I had to teach them to be ready for me. It took them 30 years. They said, how did you do what you did? I said, you see, you didn't see what was in me 30 years ago. But I knew what was in me. This extraordinary power of Reproduction. Oh, Lord, and growth through faith. Write this down. Jesus was deeply impressed by the power of response and the mystery of nature and the human heart. I'm very impressed about that too. I just look at a flower. How did that get so pretty? Jesus was deeply impressed by the power of response. That's why he was looking at that mustard seed tree. That came from that little seed. And the mystery of nature, how his father did it. And the human heart. See, you got to understand Trinity language. People don't understand Trinity language so they don't know the voice of the Father and they barely know the voice of the Son Jesus or the voice of the Holy Ghost. They're very close, but they're totally different. The Father, you got to understand something about the Father. He is I am. I am that I am. He pronounced it at that burning bush. The first person to talk at the burning bush was the angel of the Lord. You know who his name was? That was Metatron. You do some studying, you'll find all that. Metatron. But then, if you go read it, you'll see God is standing behind the bush. And then when Moses, then I am speaks. Oh, man. See, the Father was I am. Now, Jesus was birthed of the Father. The Holy Spirit proceeded from the Father. No, no, No one ever birthed the Father or proceeded. He is I am. See, and he put his name in you. My God. Not on you. He put his name on Metatron, on Gabriel, on Michael, the Jehovah angel. But he didn't do that to you. He put his name in you. Now that's possibility thinking. And if his name's in me, then I can talk like him. Walk like him, be like him, and own what he owns. That's possibility thinking. And you got to start with something that's in in no way a mustard seed can go to a 12-foot tree. It's too small. Ah. Jesus was deeply impressed by the power of response and the mystery of nature in the human heart. Now, when you understand possibility of thinking, I want you to write this down. Possibility thinking creates something. What does it create? It creates the picture, it creates the music, it creates the song about what people talk about. So, when you begin to deal with things that they go, whoa, you create a picture. That's how come, I don't mean I sound arrogant, I'm a vision specialist. I create a picture, then I put music to it. And then a song because they're talking. Well, my God, if you can do that, I can do that too. Yes, yes. I'm not trying to beat nobody. I'm not in competition with anyone. I'm in cooperation. See, I, 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 you know, I don't struggle with nobody. I preach in all different denomination, non-denomination, inter-denomination. I don't care. I just let my light shine. I even preach in Jewish synagogues. The Jews like me. It's a blessing. They go. You see, but interesting things. I was in a mall about, about five, six years ago, and we walk in, and, these, and this, these two rabbis, they, were there, they said, you are dressed to aren't you? I said, yes, I am. We will watch your program every Sunday. I said, you do? He said, every Sunday, we never miss it. I said, you know I'm a Christian, yes. I said, why do you watch it? He says such very interesting things. And I got invited to preach at the biggest synagogue in Boston. Oh, that was a blessing. The rabbi said, same thing. I don't know if they're talking to each other or what. You see, if interesting things, would you come and speak to us? I said, yes. I said, well, do you know I'm a Christian? Oh, yes. I said, can I use the name of Jesus? Not too much. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he said, mm, not too much. Once or twice, fast. (laughs) So what I preached on? The God of Abraham. Woo, boy, they love that. And at the end, of, they said, it was so good. You have an open invitation. I said, Rabbi, may I ask a question? Do you know that Jesus is Jewish? And he just looked at me. I said, what's the matter? You don't like your own people? He said, this is what I'm talking about. You say such interesting things. Well, <laughs> why? Preaching should never supersede thought. It should make you think. Ah, possibility thinking. See, that's all I did was create a picture, the music, the song about what people are talking about. So what do you want to talk about? Ladies and gentlemen, possibility thinking is creative. It really is. So what are your thoughts creating? Listen, God chose you to be his instrument. To do what? He wants you to be a channel that flows with his life. See, the only Jesus that people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. And if God is a creator, then we must be creating. How do I know that? Be ye therefore imitators of God as dear chi- children. That's Ephesians 5 verse 1. Let me ask you. Is your mind open to possibility thinking? It should be because you have the mind of Christ. All you have to do is remember that little bitty mustard seed. That's about the size of a bit off fingernail. Yet it has the ability in that little thing to produce a 12-foot tree. I have a big tree by my house. They say it's at least 400 years old. But I mean, it's huge. I mean, the branches actually sit on the ground. And it has to support the bread. And it just keeps growing. And it started from an acorn about that big. Now, that's the power of seed faith. You see, that's what God sees in us. You know, we look at the seed. He looks at the harvest. My God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's what I mean by possibility thinking. spiritually, physically. Financially, Father, help people to understand what I'm talking about today because your will be done on earth as it is in heaven or in earth as it is in heaven. And I want them to live here like they would live in heaven today. Father, I thank you for opening up their mind to receive what you are saying today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love possibility thinking. I'm constantly thinking. Kathy, all the time she says, What are you doing? I say, Thinking. Praise God. I get on the airplane and I'm flying. I might be flying across the United States, even across the Pacific Ocean. My mind's doing 100 miles an hour. I'm thinking, why? Because I have the mind of Christ to think God-related thoughts. And when I think God-related thoughts, I get God-related blessing. I call it the H factor. That's the harvest. Praise the Lord. Am I preaching too much here today? I'm telling you, nothing impossible, nothing. I don't care if it's spiritual, physical, financial, or all three at one time. You can have it because God said you could send this Bible. Now, the show's not over. Kathy's coming right now with some great, glorious moments that you send in every week, and we love to tell you and all the people about those wonderful testimonies. So, Kathy, take it away. Bless the people. Bless me, and bless God.
1: Welcome to Glorious Moments. I'm always filled with glorious, inexpressible joy when I read all the awesome testimonies that our partners and friends send to us every single day. I call them Glorious Moments, and I love sharing a few of them in our monthly ministry magazine and on our broadcasts that reach over 2 billion people. Today, I want to read a testimony from a precious partner that has experienced supernatural debt cancellation. It says, Brother Jesse was ministering at Faith is the Victory Church in Nashville, Tennessee. In the service, the Word of the Lord Came forth to everyone that had student loans. The Lord was canceling them. My husband had student loans that were over $100,000, so he received the word and held on to it by thanking the Lord every day for canceling it. Four years later, we received four letters stating my husband's student loans have been completely paid in full. Praise God. Supernatural debt cancellation. The Lord did it. Thank you for your obedience to Jesus. This was supernatural. We love you. You know, each time I read a testimony like this one, I realize that it is a living letter showing Jesus to those that have not yet seen his amazing love for the world. Jesse often says, the only Jesus that some people will ever see is the Jesus in you and the Jesus in me. You know, each one of us is a walking billboard for our God and can be used by him to reach others for Christ. 1 Peter 1.8 says, You love Him, though you have never seen Him. Though you do not see Him now, you trust Him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. I pray that you are being filled with more love for our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, as you hear about the marvelous things that He's doing today. Even though you do not see Him now, you can trust Him and rejoice with glorious, inexpressible joy today. God bless you, and thanks for watching.
0: No angels are real, and many of them are here today. God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation, and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. Ladies and gentlemen, our new book, The Hidden Help, is our product offer this month. People all over the world are being blessed by this book. I hope you can get a copy. I share a lot of personal stories about angels that I've encountered And there's some great teaching in it, too. Order your copy today. How do I get it? Just go to JDM.org. I'm telling you, you'll have a hard time putting it down. That's what people are telling me. Man, this thing is interesting. Well, God is interesting, and so is his angels. Get it today at JDM.org, and you'll be blessed by it. Partners, what can I say? I can't thank you enough for all that you've done. 47 years of preaching this gospel, and we've never had a financial deficit. Why is that? You ready for it? I trust you, you trust me, and we both trust God. I hope I say that till Jesus comes, because trust is one of the greatest words anybody can have in their life. Think about that for a minute. So I thank you for your faithful financial support. Nothing too small, nothing too big. I'm telling you what, man, we are reaching people and we got big projects. We got little projects. We just project minded, you know? That's that possibility. Thinking, that's those thoughts. God said, go do this, go do that. I said, well, that's a million dollars. He said, you, you see me blink? I said, no, sir. And one of me. I got one, is $20 million. And I said, Lord, that's $20 million. He said, you see me blink? No. I said, am I blinking? And I try to hold my eyes up. Yes, <laughs> I don't blink by God. That's God. He wants this thing done. Think about that for a minute. Oh, it's such a blessing. I thank you for watching the broadcast today. And I mean that sincerely. Uh, I wish I could meet everybody that's my partner. And I have hundreds of thousands of them. But you know what? When I get to heaven, I'm going to do it. I'm coming to your house. I'm going to invite myself. Praise God. I just enjoy the blessing of the Lord. And I thank you for your faithful financial support. Let me tell you what I think about that finance. I don't think of it as money. I think of it as people. Stopping somebody from going to hell. Think about that. Because of a seed of finance that we're able to buy more television time able to do more social media, whatever. That's what we do. So thank you, partner, for helping us today. Till next week, don't forget to tune in. Part two is coming, a possibility thinking. You are going to be blessed. You are never a day without prayer.
1: God bless. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You Are Designed for Glorious Living, available at JDM.org.
0: Do you realize how powerful your thoughts are? Possibility thinking isn't always easy, but it has a great track record of its own. Order my February partner offer and be encouraged by this teaching. You will recognize God's almighty power within you. Get your copy today at jdm.org. It will bless you greatly. Do it now. That is how you use almightiness. You put it to proof. By your understanding of the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus so that possibility thinking will explode to such a degree that it will shock the average individual.